Welcome to the QKB Community Spotlight. Queensland Kettlebells is a friendly gym in East Brisbane practicing strength for life. Find out a little bit about what makes our awesome members tick, their hints, tips, and what, why they do what they do. So today we have our lovely trainer, Nikki, here with us, who also deals with a lot of the communication and stuff for the gym. Um, first up, Nikki, I'd love you to tell us a bit about yourself and what your week looks like, maybe what a, a normal day looks like for you. Sure. So at the moment, I am studying. Uh, so studying at uni, doing marketing uh, and business, training at the gym, running a few classes a week, um, and then another marketing job that I'm um, learning a lot in, which is new and exciting. Um, but pretty packed days at the moment. Yeah, sounds pretty crazy. <laughs> Um, so what inspired you to begin one of the jobs you're in? So just tell us about a story. So how did you get into either the other job or, or yeah, let's tell us about how you started doing the, the marketing stuff you're doing at the other place. Yeah, I like that specific job or marketing in general. Just tell us your story, however that works. So I started at another gym um, and I started just as <laughs> shocking. <laughs> Uh, just as a receptionist, um, just. I'm <laughs> a receptionist. I'd made the shift from working in a kitchen to um, a much more lifestyle-friendly environment. Nikki is a fantastic pastry chef. <laughs> um, more on that later. <laughs> and so I started off as the receptionist, and it kind of turned into I just enjoyed. Um, communicating with people through social media and taking photos and the newsletter side of things and I think um being a millennial I think it just kind of comes naturally to me and I just enjoy it um and it turns out that it's something that I'm kind of good at and for the gym it turns out it's something I'm not that great at so <laughs> me not having to do social media is a massive win for everybody um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, how did you find our community? This well, is this is going to be where the pastry chef bit comes in. As well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I a few years back was living with my sisters, and we had both come all all of us. There's three, not yeah. two. Uh, we'd all come back from overseas and moved in together, and moved in next to the Quans. Most awesome neighbours ever. <laughs> um, and at the time, I was doing my um, certificate in uh, patisserie. And I think, I don't know how the initial meeting or how it kind of got into it, but I think I was also boxing at the time. That might have been it. And I was training and I think I told you my training schedule and you were a bit shocked. <laughs> and you were like, you should come to QKB. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then it all just kind of, now we're here. <laughs> yeah. So the pastry chef bit is 
it was so good having them live next door to me because I would just send Nikki a message and say, hey, I feel like, uh, what, sweet potato... Oh, the French toast. Marshmallow, French toast, or brioche, or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever, and Nikki was just the greatest at keeping me fed and sugared, which was, uh, <laughs> which, which made me very happy. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and were you the first of your sisters to come to the gym? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we managed to rope in Liana and Jess with an innovative scheme where they paid more money if they didn't attend the gym than if they did. Mm. And if they failed to attend, then some of that money would end up going to Nikki. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So what's the number one thing that you do that helps you to make your life awesome? Um, training at the moment. And I found recently because I've been so busy and everything's been so hectic, that's been lacking and I've felt it. Um, mm. And so I think it's prioritising moving in any way. Um, I'm trying to do some walking because I can't get here as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's something that for a few years I did pretty intensely and Mm. I felt really great for it. And now it's, I've got to get back into that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Walking is pretty fantastic and having a puppy helps. It definitely helps. Tell us about your puppy. (laughs) I have a little, uh, staffy called Dottie and she's almost a year old. Very energetic. Um, She's just psycho uh so if we don't if i don't walk her twice a day there's she's gonna cry all night um so yeah that helps (laughs) i i visited nikki's place one time and as i went near the back door i saw this shape just bouncing up and down in front of the door and uh i'm doing hand movements that you can't see but they're up and down and this and Duddy was just there, just leaping up and barking and just going generally insane because she was so excited. Yeah. So she's, she's a ball of pure energy. Yeah. She's supposed to be a bit of a guard dog, but she's the least terrifying thing you, she, you'll ever see. Yeah. She'll love you to death. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> uh, tell us about your athletic background, Nikki. Huh. Well... <laughs> Pastry chefing? <laughs> yeah. So in school, I was the chubby kid. I hated sports in school. I hated cross country. I always used to beg mum to write me a note to try and get out of swimming and PE. Um, that kid. Yeah, I was that kid. I was the music kid. Um, and so it didn't really come into it until I kind of... When I came back to Brisbane, I was just in a bit of a um, rut, I guess, and that's how I started boxing. Um, And so I started some boxing training, and that's probably where the training and athletic part of my life started. So, yeah, yep. Do you have a specific goal at the moment? And if so, what is it? I mean, it's been the Iron Maiden for probably two or three years now sure um i think that's always going to be a big goal but i think the key term there is big long term yeah goal. and i think that's probably fairly loosely a goal as far as things go like 
Yeah, that's that's the in the big scheme of things. But my immediate goal at the moment would probably be a pull up. Yeah, get back to doing those. Yeah, overhand pull up. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I've got to catch up to Rach. <laughs> yeah, so so Rachel, my wife, um, after the strongbow challenge with all those heavy swings found that she can do a pull-up just as easily as what she can do a chin-up, which was pretty crazy. And by heavy swings, I'm referring to nine reps a minute at one stage per minute for 12 minutes with a 60-kilo kettlebell. So they were quite heavy swings. She's a gun. Um, But uh, it was interesting seeing the carryover from from that sort of thing to to, um, making the pull-ups easier. Mm. So... I'm uh, I'm looking forward to next time we do that and maybe seeing a few more of those swings in your strong body yep. um, <laughs> programming. Um, what was the last book you read and what was the best thing about it? Oh, this is... I'm not a big reader. I'm going to just say that. I'm reading a book at the moment um, for work actually called The Challenger, Sale Challenger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically about sales, um, okay. but it's a type and it's a way of, of selling and it's about educating people um, in order to to get the outcome, the positive outcome. Um, it's actually pretty interesting, but I'm not generally a big reader. I And with uni, I'm reading textbooks, which are probably the least exciting thing in the world. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, what was the last bit of media that got you crazily excited? So a movie, a, a CD, what a, what CD, a, an album? <laughs> 2018. <laughs> um, or something like that, that, uh, that really caught your attention and changed how you behaved? Um... I mean, music's always a big thing for me. Um, ben Folds is always... His album releases are always a big chunk of <laughs> my life. Um, she has a tattoo. Just two. one. Two tattoos related to Ben Folds. Yeah. One's a lyric, one's a signature, right? And t- two lyrics and one signature. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Um, and his music, I don't know how it started, but... It was back in high school and I just, I was always blown away by his talent and his songwriting and his um, piano skills would just, would blow my mind. Um, And his music's always kind of the default, Mm. a go-to when I need, whether I'm happy, sad, (laughs) angry, (laughs) anything. Crazily enough, that dude's in his 50s now. I know. He doesn't seem it. No. I think that's why I like him as an artist because he's he started off as this weird like punky kind of like that weird genre and then he's gone into now he works with symphony orchestras across the world mm. um, and so he's he hasn't tried to stay on that pop punk mm. like grunge kind of <laughs> weird train. Yeah. Now, possibly the most important question of the lot: What's your favourite food? <laughs> Um, I'd honestly, it varies, but there's one thing that I've always tried to make, but I haven't 
crostoli was always my favorite thing as a kid. So crostoli is like a, an Italian pastry. Okay. And my nonna always used to make it and I used to love it. It's just basically like this fried pastry. It's really thin and flaky and then it's kind of coated in icing sugar. And okay. I tried to get my nonna to teach me, but the two or three times I went over, she, the recipe changed. Okay. She never had a written down recipe, so. Right, but it was great every time. <laughs> but it was always good. Um, Just need to can your nonna. <laughs> That's going to be the excerpt that we <laughs> put with this podcast. Um, yeah, so that's always... But I don't know, I love food. I'll pretty yeah. much eat anything. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, now, based on what you said earlier, I'm guessing you don't really have them. But what are your hobbies? You used to have hobbies, but well, then you started uni and two jobs and... Yeah, this used to be my hobby. This was... This used to be, like, a part-time kind of thing. Yeah. Um, at the moment, my hobby, I... So I play piano and sing. Um, and that's always a good kind of zone out for me to just, like, lock myself in with my keyboard and just play for as long as I need mm. <laughs> um, and eating yeah <laughs> cool going out I like going out and eating and, and trying new food and new restaurants is that typically just you and your boyfriend or is it like is it with a select group of friends or is it on your own like are you um, generally with my, my boyfriend but I also have a friend who is an amazing chef and I have him and then another friend and they're roommates and we always go out together and we'll sit there talking like total food knobs. <laughs> <laughs> and my other friend kind of sits there like, Ugh, you guys. <laughs> but we'll just be talking about like, mmm, this is on oh, the palate and all oh, mm, the flavours. The umami. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's always good to go out with, but... Yeah, it's generally with, with Tom, my boyfriend, but he doesn't complain. Mm. So, <laughs> Why do you choose to train here at QKB? This gym, I don't even know if you call it a gym, um, it teaches people a skill rather than people coming in to just get sweaty and feel terrible about themselves, but be you know oh, I love the sore feeling and and I think learning a skill that you can take to anything else um and something that doesn't affect the rest of your life um in a negative way is a really big part of why I keep where I've been here for four five four years yeah um yeah. and what 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 I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, what I think you're referring to with it doesn't affect the rest of your life negatively it is not really relevant for this month, but <laughs> you, you typically don't go away from here with everything sore, mm. damaged, you know, hurting. You're able to go out of here energised and, and equipped to live the rest of your life, not tanked like my hamstrings are right <laughs> now. We're in the midst of 10,000 swings um, which is a program from Dan John, which is atypical for our programming. We're still not trying to smash ourselves 
uh, as we do it, we still want great form. We still want people to be working within their capacities. Um, but it's very hard to do 10,000 swings in a month um, without suffering some delayed onset muscle soreness. <laughs> um, so, is that, but that sort of not yeah. being slaughtered leaving the gym is kind of what you're referring to? Yeah, and it's, a phys- it's as physical as much as it is mental. And I think this environment um, is really great for people that just want to feel good and, and train and they don't want to have to get up and like worry about what they're wearing to go to the gym and worry about looking in the mirrors because we don't have any mirrors yeah. um, and that kind of thing. And it's just really nice to be around those kinds of people that just are here to learn and, and um, be friendly and... Yeah. That, yeah. That is that is the coolest thing about this place is uh or at least for me it is is I genuinely like the people that I see when I come in here and I think that's pretty pretty common for just about everyone is you kind of wander in and there's no one that feels like they're painful amounts of energy to deal with. Yeah. Which for an introvert is oh. a big deal. And I feel like probably 70 or 80% of our members are introverts. So that <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. Well, like actually. a good portion of them, you know, I think we attract those people that are just happy to kind of do their own thing and, and, and learn and be a part of that, those kinds of people and yeah. similar minds. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? be to teleport why because uh, then I wouldn't have to pay to fly fly everywhere oh yeah <laughs> does make life significantly cheaper cheaper and quicker like more efficient yeah I could just you know you could work in San Francisco and live in Brisbane exactly which is obviously the ultimate <laughs> dream for just about everybody <laughs> why San Francisco uh, it just seems like an exciting place to, to do stuff yeah good pastries I don't know if that's actually a thing, but I feel like it seems like a cultural mecca uh, <laughs> of sorts. Yeah, sure. But basically, yeah, I could just go wherever the hell I wanted to, whenever. I don't know why I picked San Francisco. Yeah, weird choice. <laughs> no offence to anyone who happens to really <laughs> love San Francisco. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> uh, upcoming events. So we're in the midst of our 10,000 swings, um, and that will continue through July. Mm-hmm. Um we have a dinner that everyone's welcome to on the 20th 20th of July at a Mexican place if you're interested whether you come here or not (laughs) um, feel free to just flick us a message and we'll give you the details Um, we haven't really mentioned any links or items in this uh, aside from Ben Folds who is easily available on any of your streaming services um, <laughs> he is very good um, and yeah there's not really a huge lot of summary so thank you very much Nikki thank you um, and thanks everyone for coming and listening if you like what we do please follow the podcast on iTunes like our Facebook page and get in touch and if you don't please flick me an email to help us make it better uh, thanks again Nikki and I'll see everyone next week bye